Today's episode of the Lions of Liberty podcast contains extensive use of adult language, so be forewarned and maybe hide the kids for this one. Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Claire. All right, folks, welcome on back, and this is episode number 161 of this program. This will feature part two of our oh-so-fun Thanksgiving special that we did with our good friends over at the Johnny Rocket Launchpad. If you missed part one, click on back in your iTunes feed or however you listen to this program and check out episode 160. We had a lot of fun, and we're going to keep it going today, so enjoy the show. Today's show is sponsored by Health Excellence Select. If you are sick and tired of dealing with your Obamacare insurance, you need to look into Health Excellence Select and the amazing concept of health sharing. For more information, head over to lionsofliberty.com slash health. We are also sponsored today by LibertyManiacs.com, your one-stop shop for political and satirical apparel and merchandise. As a listener of this program, you can receive a 10% discount on your entire order by using discount code LIONSOFLIBERTY at checkout. So head on over to LibertyManiacs.com and express your inner Liberty Maniac. Welcome back to the Lions of Liberty podcast. I'm thrilled to have you guys in here in the Lions of Liberty studios with us, having a good time, having a little Thanksgiving meal. We're still waiting on our, our little turkey from Heather. I'm sure she's working hard on that. Make sure you get the gravy, like you, know, you, you know, do the thing, with, thing where you squirt it out and squirt it back on. Do that whole thing. That, that uh, thing. Uh, basting. Basting. <laughs> yeah, thank you. See, this is why you're the expert. That's, yeah, come on. That's why you're doing you it. You don't expect a man to know that. Yeah, that's a come cool, on. But, uh, basting. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> but we've had some great talk today. Uh, for those that are just tuning in, you missed some excellent uh, are the X-Men libertarians talk. And uh, <laughs> probably the strongest argument from that you'll ever hear. Yeah. We're debating <laughs> Captain America, definitely. Iron Man. Definitely. Batman is definitely a Republican. <laughs> so... No, Batman. It Batman. was Batman. That was the only unanimous one. He's oh, right. He was unanimous. Right. I mean, I guess Superman old, is like old Arnold. money, you know, <laughs> a, 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 in, industry. <laughs> and it begins again. Government <laughs> subsidies. He's in, he's in line with the military industrial complex. This I is why I on. stay in the kitchen because it's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're and talking it, about batarangs, not bitcherangs, Heather. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Heather. <laughs> A woman's place is not around the comic book. No turkey, <laughs> no turkey for you. Women have come a long way. We're strong, liberated, independent. No longer held down by men. A woman's place. Know it. <laughs> uh-uh. That's oh, right. Shit. I thought about cranberry sauce. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, well, anyways, I want to say thank you guys very much for coming on the launch pad here on the Thanksgiving Bukaki episode. And um, <laughs> I really love that name. I think it's fucking, it's going to stick. I can't believe we like, live in a universe where we're allowed to put out a show, like the broadcast all over the, literally the world, and just say Bukaki, and it's as, fine. Like it's, over it's, and over it's again. It's fucking cool. Like, all it's, the time. Like yeah. hundreds of times in, in two hours. What's going to be great is that Bukaki will probably be illegal to say in Pittsburgh and John Odermatt will be arrested oh, after no. this. <laughs> 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 Here's hoping not, but you know that raid, might raid my house. That's going to make our good show. John, after that. We, you have our support, man. We'll bail you out, man. Yeah, if you we'll have a GoFundMe going for your, for your defense fund. Exactly. <laughs> I'll well, do at least one podcast promoting Bukaki bail. 
So we can call it <laughs> Bukaki Bell. Yeah. yeah. And, and what we do here on the third segment is Rocket, Rocket Fire. Fire. And what we do here on the Rocket Fire, guys, is we're going to ask you a series of 10 questions. These questions will be politically related. Lines of Liberty, are you guys ready to play Rocket, Rocket Fire? Fire? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Woo! Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Are you convinced of my veracity? Yeah. We'll put a sound effect yeah. into that later. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you'll edit in a, a better roar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Johnny's good at that shit. I'm Just kidding. At, There's I'm no editing. That shit. All right, that was pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. All right, thank you. Question one. Can lawmakers enact legislation for any purpose in the public interest, or are they limited to those functions in which they've been delegated specific powers? Are we talking about in reality? In reality, <laughs> no, they're not limited to jack shit. <laughs> but uh, in theory, they should probably be limited at least at a, at a very minimum to the the areas by which their office dictates that they should be limited to, if that makes sense. All right, bam. I, I would just add, in a, in a more free society, I mean, hopefully we would, uh, they'll be limited limited to what the public, what the voters consent to, what the government, how they can govern. I agree with that. Yeah, you'd be, the, the public should kind of decide what issues are on the table. Then the legislators can choose to legislate accordingly. Bam! Awesome. Well, well done. Well Absolutely. done. Absolutely. You guys like all knocked out the question in 60 seconds. That's the, that's the, that's the idea, right? Bam! Bam! All of you we know. Been like... in training. We, every <laughs> night we've been asking each other questions and trying to answer them in 20 seconds or less each. Question two. Should judges tell jurors that they have the right to decide whether the law in question is constitutional? Oh, well, if that one's to me, then I, I think but without a doubt they should. I mean, it's is, is there much to debate there? <laughs> Please tell us your case. Uh, I don't know. I, I would think that the, you'd have to tell people. That. I mean, people are in general ignorant. I think that they should have to know what. Yes, this is something that's not well, constitutional. Or is constitutional. I don't know if they need to offer up the information per se, but they should not disallow the defense from bringing it up, and that is what happens nowadays. Mm. So that, that's mm. what well, that should be. The defense, if the defense is allowed to bring it up, I don't care what the judge says. The judge said the judges today have a lot of power, and they they do a lot of bad things. I, well, I don't know. I think the judges should have a duty to tell people. I mean, I'm, that, I'm fine with they do. So yeah. People should know. Right I mean, I don't know if a judge should have a duty to, but yeah, if the uh, if the defense brings it up, the judge should not be allowed to to silence the uh, the defense, which is exactly what happens today with jury nullification. Question three: Why is the word capitalism such a bad word? Uh, ooh, that's, that's a complicated one, but I'll try to try to keep it uh, concise here. Uh, I think that the word has been completely misconstrued to mean something that it's not. So when people, when liberals or progressives or whatever you want to call them, status think of capitalism today they're actually talking about crony capitalism they're talking about a marriage between marriage between government and business with different uh, incentives and tax breaks outright bribes you know, lobbyist involvement um, that that's that, that's what how liberals look at it, capitalism today when re in reality it's what libertarians you know all of us probably would refer to as crony capitalism right on perfect answer i have nothing to add I agree. The only thing I would add is that it's just been branded a, as an evil because of kind of because of the industrial revolution coming up and how, you know, there's there's all that instance of, quote unquote, you know, the exploitation of labor, which is associated with capitalism and the, you know, kind of building up a business. So I think that's why it has that negative connotation as well. It's a branding issue. <laughs> all right. On. OK, right. Cool. Question four. Should a public school be forced to put separate bathrooms in for transsexuals or allow them to share the same locker room as the sex they identify with? Well, if we want to go deep on this answer, I, mm. I would say... No, the, no the pun problem. intended, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Or, maybe, or was it? Thanksgiving Bukaki! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, pass the baster. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think the problem starts with the idea of, of how we see public schools now where everyone's forced to fund everyone else's you know, kids' schools. So now it becomes a decision where we all need to decide what each school needs to do, where in a better, in a better system, people would always choose their own schools, always fund their own schools. Maybe there would be some sort of welfare system voluntarily funded to help people that couldn't afford it. I'm not like disregarding the fact that that could be an issue. But uh, for the most part, school will be much more affordable and much more efficiently run. So I think people could you know, take their kids out of school if they didn't like how they chose to handle this gender, transgender issue. Personally, I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't think boys should be able to just say, I'm a girl. I feel like a girl. I'd go in the girls' room. That seems pretty silly to me. But right. I mean, in terms of government policy, I think we're just looking at all of this stuff the wrong way. Anybody else? Yeah, no, I don't leave it at that. You know, the only thing I was at is just I, I always get upset when there's things put in place on, that affect the, the macro of anything like the all the public schools now are forced to deal with this issue because of a vast, vast, vast minority that is elected to be this, you know, not elected necessarily because it's not a choice. Right. Say. But I, it always bothers now me. Now you're PC too, brah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Odie, do you have something to say? Yeah, I would just add, keep it local. I mean, these things shouldn't be handled even at the state level. Yeah, I mean, there should be, be the, uh, the township yeah. level and yeah. uh, the school district but that level. Is what, but that is what, you know that's what's, what's coming. It's coming Bernie Sanders is definitely going to propose a law. <laughs> right. Got to get the transsexuals their own bathroom. I'm with John on that, though. I mean, yeah, keep it local. I mean, people in San Francisco. We are the only industrialized country who does not give transsexuals. <laughs> <laughs> are, right. are you being Larry David as Bernie Sanders? Or <laughs> Bernie Sanders? Exactly what I'm doing. Question five. Has environmental issues such as global warming, should it be a political issue? Oh, man. Yeah, it has to be a political issue. I, although, it, you know, I want to tell you about it. Careful. It, it, global easy. warming comes down to, because I, I won't, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe in global warming. I'll just say that. I, I question the science behind it. But uh, I think that it comes down to property rights. You know, th- if certain things are infringing or, or wrecking the environment, that comes down to property rights. That should be instituted through, you know, use of lawsuits, protecting your own property. You know, you can sue the companies that are responsible, proving it's uh, as such. So I don't think that the UN should be getting together to say, we unanimously have to put this in place. We have to put cabin, your carbon caps in place. We have to tax and trade and their cap and trade and all this other bullshit, right. which doesn't work. And is, and still is, you know, stifling the economy. It's impacting third world countries even more because now they're stifling these, you know, these emerging economies that need this this energy that uses more more carbon up. Right. So it's affecting everything negatively overall. So no, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be this broad political issue, especially when the science is not settled, in my opinion. I just want to add that Al Gore told me that the ice caps would already be melted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Right on. Right. We're all supposed to be living on the surface of the sun right That's now. Right. Right. He told you personally? Yeah. <laughs> well, we used to talk before he got all big time. He sent him an email over there. <laughs> right. I got all big time, but now he doesn't know me. Now I don't even take his calls. So John, you have anything I'm on this? On the launch pad. I mean on the Lions Liberty Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good with I'm good with, with what uh, what Brian said. With my rambling, my incoherent <laughs> rambling is <Yeah. laughs> perfect well, sense to me. We'll take it. We'll take I have it. too much information to get out at once. Question six. Do you think the Supreme Court has overstepped its original function? Yes. <laughs> Oh, you want, you want more uh, yeah, more, yeah, more than that, please. I think that was perfect. I agree. Yes. Okay. You know, I'm not I'm not a legal scholar, so I'm not going to try to pretend to you know talk about what they're actual. I mean, it's to interpret the Constitution, to uh, to read the Constitution, and and you know interpret the laws, mm-hmm. uh, not to uh, politicize the laws or, or things like that. I think that's that's really what's gone wrong today. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I think they've definitely overstepped. They've really dictated what legislation should mean rather than just uh, saying yes. 
yes or no to legislation. Well, I'll echo that, too. I want to add something because you mentioned politicizing the laws and the way we're interpreting the Constitution and the way that the laws are put into place. And that's where, you know, the fact that these Supreme Court justices are in there for life is insane to me. Because all it is means that whoever's in power is, you know, coincidentally, a Supreme Court justice might die or step down or retire. And then you've got the political. You Are know. you suggesting they get assassinated when you say, <laughs> oh, whoa, you prank big- call, prank call. I don't even know these people. <laughs> as soon as the libertarian's in office, everyone dies. <laughs> Are you calling from the dark net? <laughs> yeah. The dark net? <laughs> Well, no, I mean, look, I mean, that's what it is. These, these justices get put into place. Just liberal interpretation of laws, and they push them through. So, yeah, right. politicize. <laughs> wow. That, that, was, was that was awesome. <laughs> so, that didn't even come out of his mouth. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Bukaki on that. It's the best podcast ever made. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I've got the towels ready, so I'm waiting. Oh, thank you. It's not a Bukaki on you. It's a Liberty Bukaki. Kirky in the oven. Yeah. So you're not like the subject, Heather. Got it. Thank God. It's the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> it's the Statue of Liberty that we're doing it to. Question seven. Do you think the Tea Party has made some advances in liberty? Oh, is that for me? I hate that question. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. That's easy. I'm going to take Odie's approach. No. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Like, I guess when they started off, they really started off as a Ron Paul thing. Literally, it was a Ron Paul Tea Party fundraiser, Tea Party Day fundraiser. They had a rally and it was all based around a money bomb for him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that for that moment, yes. And then after that, nope. I mean, literally, I can't. I mean, I guess that all I've heard them stand for is, quote unquote, smaller government. But to me, that's not even really a necessarily principal position in themselves in and of itself, I should say. And a lot of them don't seem to necessarily have any sort of consistent liberty belief and uh um, you know, I, I, they just seem like Republicans that are a little more hardcore or a little more enthusiastic to me. Nothing. Else. <laughs> okay. No bastardized Republicans on steroids. That's it. It just turned into a bunch of nationalistic flag waving. That's about it. Yeah. It's a Tea okay. Party rally. All right. Question eight: Has the EPA caused more harm than good? Oh, that's. A, that's I mean, this is kind of ties into the the global warming question. I'm getting yep. all warming <laughs> questions. We can't. I hate the environment. How did you guys know? I hate uh, it too. Fuck it. I, Fuck I, the environment. I piss outside. You you know what? It, it's <laughs> and that is pure motor oil. He's pissing people. Yes, sir. Motor oil and alcohol, motherfuckers. You know. Sometimes when it's cold in the winter, I just poop out the window. <laughs> the too far. I like thought I was the only one that did that. No, it's cold in the hallway. So oh, I tried badass. to do that in college. I had a loft and a window next to it. I can't believe I'm airing this on my own podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're Sorry, Dad. Thanks for listening, though. All right, so the EPA, get it? Because we're talking about you. Ah, I got yeah. that. I got that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, it's you know that's one of those kind of cheeky questions when they, when people talk about the EPA with libertarianism, just like they talk about just some, say yes. Some legends. <laughs> well, no, because I'll just say yes. I think they've done more harm than good. But then you know you can look at some of the things and say, okay, maybe some of the some of the uh, the things that have been pushed forward were in theory a good, but they probably would have happened on their own without the government. <laughs> I'm getting sure involved. they accidentally protected a tortoise before or something. <laughs> right. Or you yeah. know, like, you know, certain waterways being protected that were vastly polluted. But again, it comes back to property rights. So I'll leave it at that. Right yeah. on. They spilled what? That whole like chemical spill in that river and, you know, they do their own set of It's like, you know, the, e- the Exxon shit in Alaska and making sure that those those standards are up. But if you crash a boat into an iceberg and your shit spills out in the ocean, you're probably going to shore up your boats no matter what. So I say EP, EP nay. <laughs> <laughs> EP nay. Nice. 
A very, this is a very punny Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, it is. Push it on. All yes. our names are attached to this show. I just want to remind you. I know. You. Whatever. We had uh, Steve Horitz on a couple episodes ago. And is that, wait, look at that. He's a cool guy. We do share each other's guests. Like, we do. Literally. We're like family, though. That's, that's why, why we he's do called Horowitz. We just pass him around. Yeah, yeah that, oh, Johnny, Johnny, that's not like family. That's something different. No, it's and like. He will never be on our shows again. <laughs> <laughs> right. A Horowitz. Right. No, great so, guy, actually. Steve's great. awesome. But, just um, to be clear, we all love him. Yeah, we do. Thanks, Steve. Um, <laughs> do you think there is truth in the TV show House of Cards? He's actually done some studies on this. I don't know. You, have you guys seen that show? Did House you ask Cards? yourself a question? No, I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Was, was, Johnny, was have you seen House or? of Cards? Yes, I have. Thank you, Johnny. You're amazing. Right, I, I heard that show's awesome. Uh, I have not you watched seen it. it? Oh, no, so I know. I, I haven't seen it either, so oh I can't God. take this question. Are you living in the dark ages, you people? Odie, <laughs> dark web? I, Odie, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. We can watch it. it together, Odie. It's we'll available set it, we'll on set the light web and the dark web, so no excuse. We'll do that. Odie, <laughs> Odie and I will watch it, and we'll do the live libertarian theater house of cards. We're going to need more bandwidth, more podcast space. Odie, you have time, right? Just put the baby to sleep. I got all kinds of resources. You can do it like a house of cards marathon it's you can yeah. do it seriously in a night or a day day right <laughs> heather and i did it that's all yeah, the episodes it, they it, have. Was, it was a couple days but you know we it's pretty good like you want to watch the next one when yeah, it's over it's good one. all right i'm gonna but check it out like a weekend like a, like a snowy weekend get a couple feet <laughs> yeah, of snow i don't know what that is i, I do dude, love kevin spacey met him very nice guy yeah he's, but he's awesome i mean like that show is fucking yeah, awesome right. but do you think you guys think there's truth in that show do you think really politics is this question way. number nine? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, since I'm the only one that's seen it, I guess I'm the only one that can answer this. Go ahead. Uh, I think there's definitely elements of truth. I think the the way that uh, Frank Underwood, uh, um, you know, ascends up the political ladder is a little unrealistic how quickly it happens. But I think there's definitely truth. And I don't know if any congressman literally, I don't want to give plot points away. Okay, I won't, I'll do the spoiler alert. Spoiler free. I don't know if any congressman personally go to the depths that Frank Underwood does to advance his political career. Like killing a chick. I don't care. I don't care. Right after he says spoiler free. Um, so yeah. Um I think there's definitely elements of truth to it in the way in the way that pol- many politicians manipulate uh the process, manipulate the people around them, manipulate sure. their staff, manipulate everyone, and that's why they're so damn successful at gaining the seat of power. Right. Not all of them. Ron Paul probably wasn't like Frank Underwood, but maybe he was. Maybe he played us all. <laughs> wow. That was deep. Maybe yeah. he killed him. We were playing like a fiddle at <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> Motherfucker. Frank Underwood also likes Bukaki. He does. Oh. With his security guard. Yeah. <laughs> and his wife. Ooh. Can I and get your security roommate. guard and my wife and me and we're going to have a Bukaki? Uh, you guys don't need to watch the show anymore. You've heard everything. He kills a guy the cocky with the, with the security guy. All you need. That's <laughs> wow. so, all good. It's all good. Question ten: Should marriage be a state issue? Who wants this one? I just, I just. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take oh, it. Um, no, no. It's a, it's a contract issue. It's between two people: man, woman, man, man, woman, woman. Uh, no state involvement. Completely agreed. As a man who's about to get married in about a year from now, totally yeah. agreed. And what drives me nuts is when they've got uh, this, you know, the Maybe. statute. No if you live together for a certain amount of years, now you're automatically married and your property is automatically shared. That is some shit. Okay. 
That's a good point. I, I I agree. That's a great point. You bring. I mean, that. involuntarily now it's just automatic. Oh yeah, wow. yeah. Here's half my shit. Yeah, that's horrible. That's fucked up, actually, because you didn't sign a contract. Oh, there's no contract there, and it's like, oh, we we parted ways, even but now reg- one of you can say, hey, I want I want half your stuff. Even regular marriage contracts don't say I'll get half your shit. No, that's true. That's true. That's just what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm, yeah. Well, I, I think that's different in in California specifically. Uh, California has different laws for marriage. I forget exactly what they are, but yeah. It's definitely automatic as soon as you sign the paper it's half your shit yeah there. washington is community property as well <laughs> that's rocket fire on the Johnny rocket launch pad Woo! yeah okay. you guys thank you it. guys very much man that was awesome so just to confirm, this is airing on many all of our networks. This is airing on radio stations. People are going to listen to this thing that we're doing today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the absolutely. X-Men, the Batman, the Superman, the whole thing. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. cool. All of it. Yeah, why not? Just maybe want, just maybe we can clear. get a Comic-Con uh, panel out of this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Maybe. Yeah, That's the goal. We play our cards that right. That is the goal. Mm. Oh, man. That's funny because, you know, most libertarians I've met are fucking comic book lovers. And I don't know why that is, but I am. It's because to, it's because probably to believe in uh, that a libertarian society will ever succeed is something only found in fantasy and lore. Anyway, so uh, this is Johnny Rocket here. Johnny Rocket Launch Pad always launching on this your direction to Northwest only rock and roll libertarian radio show. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Kurt Nelson. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody. Check out LifeSpring Ministries. Uh, 100% of the money you donate goes to children in Africa. Get your wallet out. Donate 5 10 or even $100. Uh, your money will not be wasted through bureaucracies. <laughs> Every time of your money will go to help a needy child. Visit LifeSpringAfrica.com. And my voice for reason, the beautiful Heather Nixon. Thank you, Johnny. And you can listen to us on InfoSub Fridays and Saturdays, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And also on Revere Radio Network, Saturdays at 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, well, we are heard. At, we are on Liberty Talk. FM on the weekends, Saturday and Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. And uh, just before your show, I believe, we're also on the Liberty Radio Network, LRN.FM, throughout the week. And, of course, you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, and over at LionsLiberty.com. And this will, will be everywhere you are. And Lions. also all the yeah. places that you are. You are hearing <laughs> the sound of my voice. Does that mean on Liberty <laughs> FM, people are going to hear the show back-to-back? Yeah. Ooh, that would be cool. Well, it might, well, well, actually, we shouldn't tell them this. Oh, right. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. yeah. Right on. Anyway, so this is Johnny Rocket. Thank you very much. And we're going to be right back. we got more of Lines of Liberty here on the Johnny Rocket Launchpad. Stick around. Stay tuned. Stay free. And we got Mark Claire, John Odermatt, and Brian McWilliams. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. It is Thanksgiving. And if you want to give a little thanks back to your friends at the Lions of Liberty, well, you can do so by shopping over at Amazon through our Amazon affiliate link. This costs you nothing extra at all, but it sends us a little kickback so we can continue to expand our operation here at the Lions of Liberty Studios. Every single penny we make goes right back into producing this show. So please, if you enjoy what we're doing here, please do consider shopping for your Black Friday deals, your Cyber Monday deals, your holiday shopping, please do it through our link over at lionsofliberty.com slash Amazon. We really do appreciate the help, guys. The following episode of the Lions of Liberty podcast contains extensive use of explicit adult language. So hide the kids. Your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Claire. Very, very Liberty Thanksgiving that we're having here 
at the Lions of Liberty podcast. It's great to uh, have a little crew in. I've got, of course, some of my Lions of Liberty compatriots, Mr. Brian McWilliams, our resident RAND analyst, and so much more. I love stuffing. He likes stuffing, too. Our felony expert, Mr. John Odermatt. I love lamp. <laughs> and our <laughs> guest here for this Thanksgiving, our good friends from the Johnny Rocket Launchpad, Johnny Adams, Heather Nixon, Kurt Nelson. What's up, guys? What's yeah. up, man? What's Thank up? Thank you very much. Yeah. We're, back. we're still here. We're still going. We're, we're still, still around the we're table. We're still waiting for our turkey. I hear it's currently, I can hear the sound of the basting in the background. Nice job, Heather. She's been basting her ass off for hours. <laughs> she basted. <laughs> That's all she's been doing. She's By the way, checking my, the <laughs> oven, checking the tab. 450, Johnny's- 450, it's good. What's up? I like how Johnny didn't even argue with me this time. He just seated. Yes, this is the Lions. Yeah, yeah, we're over it. My show now. <laughs> we're here talking about liberty with these guys. We're talking Lions. about dogs, dogs, you know, coffee dogs. Dogs with the Lions of Liberty. Yeah, we got the Lions of Liberty here. These guys are badass motherfuckers. I love these guys. We are badass motherfuckers. Kind of a uh, Mark segment, isn't it? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Mark. Uh, it was. That's exactly my, what I call his dick. I guess so. Really, uh, <laughs> I apologize to everyone for everything. That's right. Just kidding. I'm, I don't apologize for anything. No, you're a dick. And I definitely don't apologize <laughs> for our dick. own take. Our own take on Rocket Fire. If you thought Rocket Fire was something to handle, <laughs> just wait. Just wait until you guys enter the Cat's Cradle. <laughs> Are you guys ready for a similarly styled rapid fire round of 10 questions? Yes. This is new and interesting. How does this work? Uh, it's exactly like Rocket Fire, <laughs> only we have a different name for it based on the fact that oh, we are in for a feline, cool. larger feline, and we're calling it the Cat's Cradle. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. But you can't have better questions than us, and it can't be cooler than us. Too late. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Man. All right. Party on. Uh, Party on, Garth. Party, Party on, Wayne. Totally totally so so uh, are we going to answer it similar style Oh, what we just twenty seconds each. Hey, I only want to answer. Seconds. I only want to answer questions that I can that I can answer. Okay, no, hey, do whatever you got to. If you can answer it, just pass. No, oh, okay. okay. I have a pass get... button right here. Okay, There's passing. All right, all right. Here we go. Question number one in the cat's cradle. I can't even say. <laughs> Question number one: Should the government have the right to tax its citizens to fund defense only if it's voluntary? So, yes, in the sense that if people are willingly giving money for defense, I think they should. So, for example, if you had a voluntary tax, like, I don't know, you're buying a product, that money could go as a federal sales tax to the government funding of warfare for defense reasons only. All right. Anybody else? Kurt? Kind of, I kind of have to say, I think that goes against the fundamental definition of tax, personally. But I, I do agree that, I, that a voluntary system, uh, whether it be a, uh, you know, a donation, if you will, or whatever, I just right off the top of my head whether that would work or not. But I think it's a fantastic idea. 
That's it. You know what? I just I love the idea, by the way, of a, like a, a voluntary donation tax. Like you know, at the bonds, they ask you if you want to donate a dollar to help kids with cancer. Right. Well, right. Like, you sure. want to donate a dollar to help, sir? Our, you our a dollar? Yeah. Defense of your nation, and they shame you if you don't. Right? Yeah, they're like, don't you want to have F 14s uh, Would you like to buy a bomb for America? But we <laughs> had that. We had that same thing back in the day. Like, oh, okay, guess the terrorists win then. <laughs> Enjoy your bread, Tommy. Heather, you yeah. want to give a dollar to stop Joseph Cohen? in Africa? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. God People would do it. All right, I'll ask the second question. Ready? Yeah. Should Uber be allowed to tell drivers they can't carry guns? Yes. If it's a business, they have the right to dictate what they want and whatever their policy is. Ooh. Absolutely. So if, if you're a business, you, you have the right to have your own rules. Kurt or Heather? Yes, I, I I do agree with Johnny that uh, Uber's a private business, so they can set their own policies. If if you are a private uh, cab driver or a private driving service, then you can set your own policy. But if you're working for somebody else, you have to follow their rules. I got to say, I think this is like a, a, a cool trick question because my, my gut instinct is like, fuck, no, they can't, man. That motherfucker should be able to carry whatever he wants. But you're right. It's a business and the business can say, uh, yes, you can or no, you can't. What about the little tiny wrinkle where Uber claims that its drivers are not actually employees and they get around a lot of you know, normal regulations and laws by by making that claim and they don't have to act as, as normal businesses with employees would. So should are they trying to have it both ways when they do that? Should they not? Should they either be able to have to make them real employees in other ways and be allowed to dictate that they ha- can, can or cannot carry guns or say we're not going to do either? No, because that person has a right not to accept that position. So what they... They're private employees because they have to file their own taxes, do their what one zero nine nine. They're contractors, uh, right? They're they're private contractors, but they're still representing Uber and utilizing the services. And Uber has all kind of overhead, so yes, they absolutely do have right the the right to set those standards. Yeah, so Uber can say, uh, okay, though you're you're a contractor for us and you have your own rights. You if you're going to carry a gun, uh, you can't you can't be a contractor through us. I mean, absolutely, I, I think that's that's legit. Oh. All right, moving on to question three. This is just sort of a, um, it's really just a guessing game playing on some things we were talking about earlier. But I want to know, who do you believe will be the president of the United States in January of 2017? I'm going to say, honestly, Ted Cruz. You believe that? Wow. You believe that's, that. That's yeah. a bolt. You, you actually think that wow. if you had to bet money on, on one of them, that would be your bet. You would bet the farm. The, the rocket yeah, farm. Yeah, I would. I, <laughs> the I, rocket farm. Uh, I'm not going to bet the farm, but I'm just going to say I think Ted Cruz will win. Wow. That's, a, that's, that's a definition of a bold prediction, so I no, like it. I don't agree with Ted Cruz, but I'm saying I think he's going to win. You think he's going to – I think it's a stretch that he'll even get the nomination for Republican. You think he'll actually be president? Mm-hmm. Oh. Heather, what do you think? You guys won't like me answer, but I truly, truly believe that it'll be Hillary. No! I think you're probably right. I think you're right, too, which breaks my heart. Yeah. I, I I'm, will probably go with, with Heather here uh, in that it will be – Somebody that nobody on the line here tonight likes, likes or 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 thinks. I can see where. Right. I mean, but I think she's the one, though, guys. I mean, I really think that she's the one that they're pushing. And yeah, I mean, if it's a Democrat, I'm going to say it's Hillary. If it's a Republican, I'm going to say it's Ted Cruz. I don't think it's going to be no, but, Trump. But who do you think will actually win? That's the question. Ted Cruz. 
I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh because it's probably gonna be true now, and we're all gonna. <laughs> I hope. Like, hey, like, God, John, I'm gonna be like, genius. "Fuck you, Mark. Fuck if you. Comes, you laughed at me." I'll if it comes right. down to Ted Cruz versus Hillary, then I hope to God you're right. Right. Yeah. I mean, because there will be people that vote for Hillary just because she's a woman. They don't pay any attention to the actual issues or have any involvement yeah. in politics at all, and they just will vote blindly. Mm-hmm. Well, well, she's a Democrat. Four times that she would be the first female president. That was her answer to several questions. Uh, <laughs> right. So she can't be wrong if she answered four times exactly. the same question. Right. Exactly. All right. All right. Question number four in the cat's cradle. Uh, uh, you could wipe guns clean from the planet. Would the world be a safer place? No, because there will always be another form of aggression. There will always be a knife, there will always be a stone, and there will always be inventions that could be more dangerous than a gun. So, no. I mean, no, it's 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 a, it's a great question, very cool. No. Guns or any kind of weapon will always exist, no matter what you have. So you can it could be a club, it could be a stone, it could be a nuclear weapon, but there'll always be some sort of turmoil. I I think that you wouldn't necessarily be, it wouldn't be a safer place. I think there might be uh, less fatalities because a lot of the weapons, but people are going to be violent. It sure would change warfare, that's for sure. I would have to chime in and say the the obvious, I suppose, that our guns, uh, guns are not what kill people. It's the people behind the guns that kill people. And these same people would find a way to kill people, whether they were behind a gun or a knife or a sword or a rock Absolutely. or a car Absolutely. or a two by four. So it's human intent. Yes. It's going to be human nature that causes these murders. So it's nothing to do with the actual implement. It has everything to do with what the people are uh, plan on doing with that implement. Yeah, boom, love it. Well, I'll give you guys a, a little anecdote, too, is where they, they did some studies, in, uh, especially in Australia, they're looking at where they got rid of guns in these places, whether the homicide rates dropped or not. Not gun violence versus elder violence, but just homicide rates, and they found that statistically no drop in homicides. Yeah, you just get to die by, like, a you knife slower. tearing through your organs instead of... Uh, <laughs> you die slowly and painfully. I'll take the bullets in the head. Right, yeah. Sure. Somebody pushes you out honest. the 15-story uh, sure. window of a building or something. Yeah. Sorry, the van guns are going off the roof. To your abdomen instead. Right. So, yeah. did, so did the homicide rate? Would there were no gun homicides at all? This is yeah. They were, they were in uh, in places where they got rid of guns, like Australia. They got rid of all guns. You can't have guns, and they found that the homicide rates did not drop. Like they, actually, they statistically they rose after they banned guns slightly. Then they settled back down to traditional norms. Interesting. Well, yeah. probably because no one <laughs> had any guns, guns to that's fucking that's defend themselves. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, well, yeah, it, it actually, it, it, like, it was like the purge in the two weeks afterwards. I was like, woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. That's fucking stupid. Hey, clockwork fuck, Orange. Fuck Australians. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Paul Hogan is so pissed off right now. <laughs> that's not cool, Johnny. What's wrong with us, mate? All right. So, <laughs> What's the number five? Do you agree with the statement? If you don't vote, you can't complain. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, I'm going to say that you can complain, but you should vote. I, I, I think that there is a lot of people say that, you know, voting is worthless and it's stupid and it doesn't do anything, which it's true. You know, it really, if you look <laughs> at the numbers, it doesn't really do shit, but you're still a voice out of a, you know, you're still an ant in a million of the colony, you know? So, you know, I think it's a good idea to vote. Does your vote matter? No. Do you have the right to complain? Always. You always have a right to bitch. 
So fuck off. <laughs> Whoever said that. <laughs> Come on, Johnny. He just asked you the question. You told him to fuck off. No. No, <laughs> not, him. Oh, the not person. him. Not him. Okay. All right. So whoever said that, well, your vote doesn't go. If you don't vote, you, don't, you can't go play. Fuck off. Yeah, I can. Fuck you. Everyone else is stupid. I'm smart. Go ahead. <laughs> Heather? Uh, I think, well, yeah, everyone has the right to complain. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, ultimately, I do think that people's votes matter. And you know, the vote that we had yesterday here in Washington, there was 25% turnout. Uh, the most we get, you know, was it nationwide on average is 60%, and that's in a presidential election. So all the people that are disenfranchised, that think that their voice don't matter, think they don't if they actually got involved and got off their couches and, and voted, actually have to do, they don't, all they have to do is walk to the mailbox now, that it, it would make a difference. So, but yeah, they have the right to complain. They're just... I kind of think there's a, a, a bit of a difference uh, on, you know, when we're talking about presidential votes and uh, uh, federal level kind of stuff and state level kind of stuff. Because the, the uh, in my opinion, the, the two party system is retarded. Uh, I, I, I don't really like it. <laughs> uh, you might have guessed stupid. by that statement. In my opinion, well, I mean, I and I have been guilty of not voting uh, a lot of times when it comes to, uh, you know, votes like that. On the state level and local things, uh, it's a little bit of a different story. I think, uh, you know, I think your vote can count, you know, more so when they when they start uh, tallying the, the red state, blue state. Lie. <laughs> Lie. <laughs> uh, kind of a thing together. But uh, in direct answer to your question, everyone's got a right to bitch. And they will whether they have a right to it or not. Damn right we will. Fucking A. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Next question. All right. So uh, what is your response to this? You know, you've probably been, someone's probably yelled this at you at a bar at two in the morning. In traffic one time. In traffic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you want libertarianism so bad, why don't you just move to Somalia? <laughs> well, first of all, fuck Somalia. <laughs> wow. That's a shitty place. No one wants to go there. It's a theocracy, and it's not a libertarian paradise. And I don't understand. There is no real capitalism there. First of all, so it's a bullshit argument. So libertarianism, in its true sense, is based on free markets. And there is no free markets in Somalia. So tell them to fuck off. Yeah, they may not have a strong <laughs> central government, but they don't have real free markets there because they have a bunch of fucking murdering asshole pirates. So my, my opinion is, Fuck off. Uh, if, you want, if you want a real capitalist society and you want to go back to history, uh, go back to the United States. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, at, at the core, uh, 976fuckoff.com. Uh, no, I, I think at the core, I, I, you know, America was was established on the beliefs that are that are primarily libertarian. I, that's an arguable statement for sure. But we, here we're supposed to believe in in freedom and capitalism and 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 all these things. And it, our, our basic constitution came from. And I don't think it's worth leaving and going going to Somalia uh, <laughs> to to go try and find that when that's where we're we're supposed to have here in our lovely home. 
the United States of America. Hey, this is Tim Moen, leader of the Libertarian Party of Canada. This show is also brought to you by Mufasa's Fire EMS security company in Tanzania, Africa. For all your security, EMS, and fire needs, call up Mufasa. We can plant a Maasai warrior with a spear right in front of your hotel. We've got uh, fire prevention officers ready to keep your hut safe. Uh, you want to come out of that tribal culture, we will train you in EMS and fire and security. Mufasa's in Tanzania. <laughs> <laughs> Heather Nixon. I believe that the statement, uh, you should go back to Somalia, is just plain ignorant. Uh, on a daily basis, I see refugees from Somalia. It is not a free country. Um, it is war-torn. The primary religion is not friendly to, to women. There is no liberty for women there in Somalia. So it's just really an ignorant statement because people really do not understand uh, exactly what's going on in that country at all. All right. Well, this is uh, an, an interesting question coming up. <laughs> this is where things get well weird. This is where it gets yeah. interesting. Oh, we fuck. like these. We like these. What? Question number seven. Should a man or woman be allowed to marry an animal? <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. I'm, I'm going to say... It's, it's Thanksgiving theme. <laughs> no, no. Uh, because if right now under the, the present system, you go and you have to enter a contract and you have to sign it and you have to be able to consent. And an animal cannot consent to What about an ape? Uh, they can't. No, no. <laughs> they can they can sign like the sign language the yes button and the no button. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Like Coco? The yeah, Coco. Not like, Coco. If she can sign like dicks. I do. You're right, then maybe. Coco the monkey. Are we talking about like a three-way marriage, like a where a man and a woman can jointly marry, marry no, an animal? We're not, no, we're no, not but a, we could be. Okay, we could that's be. kind of what this question sounds like. We so are like not, a, a man and a woman can marry an animal, but a man can't, can't and a woman can't. That's weird. So does yeah. that mean the ape would get half your property if you got married in Washington or California? <laughs> exactly. Do animals, does an ape have a right to own property? Does the ape even oh. want my car? Coco's rolling out. And I, my, well, you know I what? Have I, have, I actually have an answer to this. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Go, Johnny. Go. Uh, I think it really boils down to the fact that some certain animals can't reason. Now, apes in that sense can. They have very, they're very similar to us on the DNA level. But at the same time, they will never be human. What about octopus? They say octopus are smarter. They Fuck. just don't I, have. Uh, it's octopi, and an octopus wouldn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I don't. I, think I was referring to a, one specific octopus. It's very, very intelligent. It's like a John polygamy of octopuses. It's a polygamy of. It's a bukkake of octopi. Um. But what I'm saying is, is they can't, they can't reason. If you, you can't marry somebody who can't really foresee the future, who can't look beyond a certain only, stage. Only marry Nostradamus or other or Edward Casey. What if That's it was right. Mr. Ed? Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. <laughs> I guess if it was only in Mr. Ed's case, because he was that smart motherfucker. Not to make an exception. Um, There's the Mr. Ed clause. Uh, yeah, if, if a chick wanted to marry Mr. Ed, by all means. If the animal can literally speak English, yes. I mean, look, because that it sounds like a ridiculous question, which it is, but you know, it, people bring it up hey, all the time when happens. we talk about marriage. Where do we draw the line on marriage? Captain America could. 
I think they should be allowed to marry him. I just don't think they should be able to get any uh, tax breaks or special privileges from the government. <laughs> well, actually, um, if... <laughs> Because, you know, the ape needs a tax break. And that, and that includes farm kind of, subsidies. You know what? If you want to have a ceremony marrying a fucking dog or a chimpanzee or a fucking giraffe, find the goddamn preacher. And if if that, he wants to do that spiritual dance around the campfire, whatever the fuck he does, by all means, cool. And if that if that, <laughs> Fine, if whatever, maybe that, air, if that ape wants to, uh, he needs to file jointly this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the break, then you know, maybe, maybe it's, you know, maybe let him do it. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. That's that's it's, it's, it's not supposed to be tough. It's supposed to be our silly question. Uh, but it is, don't but think it is, too hard. It brings up don't think too hard at all. All right, we can move on. Move on. All, all right. right. Yeah, Johnny fucked up over here, man. He's like silly. <laughs> damn, he's sweating bullets. All right, we're gonna man. get a little more serious now. Oh God. Um, <laughs> is is war ever justified? Yes. That's, all? Def- that's, that's what you got. Yeah, Moving on. It. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm yeah, elaborate. War, war can be justified in, as long as it's in, within self-defense. I mean, or if there is an immediate threat. So, yeah, if somebody has their guns aimed at you, and you know they do, and there's significant evidence that they do, yeah, you should be able to defend yourself. And I we think, should be at war everywhere right now, then, because well, a lot of countries have, have stuff pointed at us. No, I mean a global, I a national threat, not just there's a dude on the street. No, I'm, I'm no, saying I mean, I'm, there's countries that literally have their missiles pointed at us, and we have ours pointed back. Right. Well, yeah, but it's, none it's, of know, us should pull the trigger. But no hopefully. one's, yeah, no one's making a move that no, you'd say you is directly going right. to, you know, right. a direct threat. So I, I, know, I agree with you, Johnny. Right on. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree too, and I think you know I, we've got we've got examples in history where we we've, we've been attacked first. Probably as America, we, we may have more examples where we <laughs> attacked. I don't know. You know, frankly, I think 9-11 was a good example. You know, like you, you do some shit like that. I think some re- retaliation or capture or whatever. I don't always agree with the with with the with the method in which it happens, but uh, I think definitely yes is my answer. Yeah, I mean, everybody's got to have the right to act in self-defense. It just seems like our, our modern wars are just nothing even remotely close to that. So a lot of it, even 9-11, the guys they went after, eh, not yeah, really the really same the guys, guys that actually did it. So Absolutely. You know. yeah. And it's just gotten us in a prolonged But in theory, war, sure. Yeah, I mean, why if, were we in Iraq a when it happened you, in right Afghanistan? To, right. And then, of course, the liberties we lost because of 9-11. Holy right, the Patriot. Oh, fuck, yeah. But that's a whole other issue. I mean, that's exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's next Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do a Christmas issue. Ooh. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. That's, that's, these are these are good Christmas topics. Uh, this next topic, you thought these you thought these other questions were hard, guys. Oh, but this next shit. question is the hardest. Okay. Now we're getting nerdy again. Who is more libertarian, the Rebel Alliance or the Empire? Oh uh, my God! I didn't even know. Uh, how to start. Uh, well, <laughs> the Rebel Alliance. It's it's much more difficult than you think. Take your time. Oh. I'm going to look deeper into this scenario. No, all your time. Please go watch I'm all gonna, six films. <laughs> I'm going to say the Rebel Alliance. Just, I just recently did, and I, w- I think I would still have to go well, with the Well, the only Alliance. reason I'm going to have to say that without thinking about it is that the Galactic Empire used force. <laughs> 
constantly. So is the Alliance. Though. They attack bases and they uh, yeah, they're 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 a fighting covert, force. Covert, yeah, uh, but they're also now uh, the Rebel Alliance. though, is also one religion. Uh, are they do they allow freedom of religion? Because the Empire seems to, if they're not being attacked by a, a cult. And uh, the Jedi use child soldiers. Child soldiers. Oh my God! You guys have thought this out way from wow. way from. Wow! Wow! <laughs> we wow. actually have a, a bitch. paper on this. Thing. You should wow. read our white paper. Yeah. Okay. I also want to add that the Empire did create a Galactic Congress where every uh, every nation had a voice to you know protect their own liberties. But then but they I, I'm all about the old the Republic, though. They I think that was a better Congress, system. Sir. They did expand the Congress. Yeah, the, and and power and power with the Galactic Empire. I was all for the old Republic. All right. Wow. All right, we got more, one more question left. Uh, I think oh, Mr. Lord. Odomat, this is his secret question he's been holding in his pocket. Yeah, I think time. you have. That was eight, right? No, that was yeah, nine. That was yeah, nine. I think it was nine. Right here. Uh, did, I, did we stop numbering them? That was nine. Though. Is, is this ten? Is this, this is ten? ten? This is it. All right. All right. Um, oh. Should you be allowed to marry an Ewok? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if it's at the age of consent as agreed to by the <laughs> right. door. Okay. Then, yeah. Should women be allowed to go topless in public? Heather, go. <laughs> Heather, go. <laughs> I, I, I believe that women should be allowed to go topless in public just as a man can. I, I think that in it, if you look at a lot of European countries, it is commonplace. It's not shocking. Uh, breasts are on TV. Here we have so sexualized breasts that it, they're shameful because apparently you, w- women walk around with their breasts out. Men are going to have boners and not be able to control themselves. I don't know what the beat. Yeah, so yes. Oh, no, we're like that no matter what. So yeah. damn Yeah, quarters. totally. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Good, good question. I think that was a great question. Well, well, guys, thank you for stepping in for the very first time to the Cat's Cradle. Yeah! Yeah! We are the regular segment on our show now. Little Boy Blue and the breastfeeding <laughs> breast <laughs> breastfeeding moo. <laughs> And I'd say I'd say it's been a pretty successful Liberty Thanksgiving. A, yeah. a good crossover. Absolutely. It's great to merge shows, merge our audiences. We each command our respective audiences to subscribe to each other's shows because look at how much fun we're having. Absolutely. 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 Man. Mark Claire, thank you very much. Uh, Brian McWilliams, thank you very much. John Odermatt, thank you very much, my friend. Well, thank, thank you all very you much, guys. guys. Thank you guys very much. We should do it every year. We every should. Year. We should. Thanksgiving. That, that's not an oral contract, by the way. I have every right to opt out this. <laughs> Did you just say oral? He Things said like oral. <laughs> if my lawyers advise me, we, we might pull this. But for now, for now, it's on. For now, for now, we're all good. Yeah, for now, we're all good. Okay. Are we go go good. Whenever shower. we get lawyers, yeah, whenever we can afford lawyers, it probably will fall apart. Are we going to sign off lines of liberty there's style? N- there's no way they just will sign off lines of liberty, and we'll sign off. All right, it's been a blast, guys. And until next year, until next Thanksgiving, until we talk to you guys maybe in the, the Liberty Living Room once again, why don't you all, guys, send a message out to our fans who I want to ask to live long and live free. Head of editing and mastery. John Dobbins. Contact Johnny53 at gmail.com. <laughs>